Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 55. I'm Kip Clark. And I'm Caroline Borders. And this is a very special episode for us. It marks our first anniversary, so we're going to do some general housekeeping, talk about our thoughts on the project after its first year and where we see it going, and just other details that we want to cover. So first I would say... It's been a pleasure to work, Caroline, with you and also, of course, previously with Hector and various guests that we had over the summer and just in general with the audience, which, of course, is growing. We were really lucky to hit 1,000 subscribers at the end of August, which to me is mind-blowing. And it's not only subscribers in the U.S. We've reached people in the United Kingdom, Canada, Singapore, Australia, France, and New Zealand. Amazing. And really. it's not a ton of people in each of those areas, but just to think that our voices and thoughts have been shared thousands of miles away is mind-blowing and really exciting and something that I'm really proud of, but also we really appreciate the fact that you have all tuned in and listened to what we've had to say and in some cases shared your thoughts, and we hope you do more of that. I mean, thank you, Kip, for bringing me on board. This was something that Kip approached me about in February, early into last semester. And it was something that he was like, think about it. It's commitment. And I was like, I'm on board. This sounds like a great project. And at first it seemed kind of small. It was like, we're going to just be having conversations about things we want to talk about. But it is astounding to me the impact it seems we've made and it's hard to really have that perspective when we are on a hill in Ohio and we're having these conversations that I find happen here a lot but also it's so nice to be in a venue where we can just talk and it's a great place to not let off steam by any means but just have a place to talk about things that interest us and then to find that other people are actually interested in what we think about them is sort of mind-blowing to me. I'm right there with you, and a lot of people have asked me about the show, what we talk about, what type of show it is, and I have struggled to describe it succinctly, and I think that's because people are asking about the content when I think of the show in its format, and the fact that we are having thoughtful conversations about anything. Or at least trying to. (laughs) Right, exactly. Whether it's canine behaviors, or the Baltimore riots, or certain films that we really love, or music that's impacted us. Certainly they aren't all linked in a general systematic sense, but I do think broadly we are linking them in our conversations because we are the unifying factor and the fact that we want to discuss these things thoughtfully, sincerely, and with other people. And that last part is something that I hope we see more of in the upcoming year and in upcoming years of this show. I want the audience to reach out more. To the people who are listening right now, we earnestly want to hear from you. It's not about us. In fact, I personally consider the podcast not to be something that is produced by those of us recording it, but by those of us who hear it and what their thoughts are and the conversations spawned by the discussions that we have and how that branches beyond Caroline and Hector and myself and various people we've had on. It's about more than us. And I know that sounds dramatic to some people, but I think it is a poetic truth of the show that I'm really proud of. I completely agree. I find that reading some people's reviews that people have graciously left us on our iTunes page, among other places, people are really invested and they really crave conversations like we enjoy having ourselves on this podcast. And I'm totally with you when you say you want more audience involvement. I think feedback for what our audience wants to talk about, I think it can feed into a lot of follow-up episodes or even just new content content that we may not even be aware of right now. Certainly. And it has been really great to hear back from people. One thing that's intriguing to me when I've asked 
certain people if they want to be guests, they've paused and said that they don't know in what areas they have enough expertise to talk. And I think that is interesting because while I value experts for the deep knowledge they have, I do think there is significance in our first impressions and initial scannings of a certain topic and what we can get from glances or brief glimpses of whatever that is. And you don't need to be an expert on race relations, for example, to have an opinion of what happened in Ferguson and what continues to happen in our country. As just an example, I think expertise can, in a conversational sense, be overrated. And it's great to have an expert. But frankly, when we have experts, it becomes an interview and we are devoted to having conversations. And I mean that earnestly. It's not just a term. I want it to always be a dialogue or a trialogue to maybe make up a new term when we have guests to bring in other voices and not to make it emphatically about one voice over another because that's not one of the principles of this show. Exactly. I feel comfortable enough that, yes, this is going out into a public forum, but what I'm saying does not have to be correct. It may be my opinion and it may be what I think at the time, but by all means, I'm never going to be an expert on a lot of things we talk about, but it's just me wanting to talk about me wanting to learn and going out of my way to get your thoughts kept, which I admire so much, and feeling like having a conversation, even for the sake of just exploring a topic, is interesting and honestly pretty fun. <laughs> so, Right. And the idea of expertise that you talk about maybe never finding is something I would second, that I doubt I will ever really be an expert on anything. And I'd like to say to our audience, please pardon that if there are phrases that I give or statements that I make or ideas that are incorrect in the eyes of others because it is a show about belief and observations and facts to be sure but largely opinions which is why I think it works as a conversational medium because we are talking about things that aren't always concrete and in the cases where we offer concrete facts and ideas we will always offer opinions on why those are valuable or worth engaging with. Well Kip what would you like to see us do going forward? Any ideas? That is an excellent question. In fact, I have a note that I will share with you after the show on all of the ideas I've had this summer on episodes that I'd like to record. And I want, of course, to hear your thoughts as well, because it's not only my ideas. I'd like to have more guests before we graduate. And of course, the show takes a different format in a sense, because we won't be at Kenyon. I'd also like to pose more direct questions to the audience, entire episodes devoted to the audience and what they think. And episodes in which we offer very few answers or ideas because I really do want to spur more of that audience response. I'd love to have more written responses like we did with our life and death yeah, episodes. Yeah, that was great. And even if we could engage in the audience in that way, say, oh, we're going to be doing this episode about whatever, and people can submit responses, not just our friends who we love, of course, and people in our lives, but, you know, people out in the world. Be Certainly. Great. And to that end, we've been developing a lot on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and on our website, which we always encourage you to check out. New pages being added, new areas for you to submit content or comments, new aesthetic adjustments to our website to make it more streamlined and easier to browse episodes. We added an episode index this summer, so you can scroll through all 50 plus episodes that we currently have. And on our Facebook page and in other areas, we're going to post articles that we're reading and of course, ask for your thoughts. But we We will absolutely ask people for episode ideas or submissions well in advance of recording some of these episodes because we'd love to get people's ideas. So, Caroline, before we close this exciting episode about our first anniversary here, do you have any final thoughts or even things, as I always say, that you'd like the audience to think about? 
Well, for those who have listened to us, whether it be one episode or a few episodes, keep listening. We love having you. In addition, if you like the conversations we're having, please have some of your own, whether that be with us or people in your lives. It's an open forum. That's what I love about the show. I feel the same way. And thank you all for listening. If we've forgotten to say that so far, I hope it's heavily implied. We really appreciate the fact that any of you have spent a few minutes or hours with us and our conversations because it really does mean a lot to us. It's and very honestly, humbling, truly. Absolutely. We are doing this for you all. And we appreciate the fact that you're willing to engage. And we hope you continue to feel that way. And also share these episodes if you feel we've said valuable things or things that maybe you can't put into words yourself and want to spread around with friends and family, obviously. Or to start another conversation. Exactly. We really, really appreciate that. So before we end, one thing that we should have been more persistent about in previous episodes is asking for reviews on iTunes because those help the show get discovered. And also it's great feedback for us to see, okay, someone gave us four stars because we weren't quite good enough for them and we'd like to make it better for their sake and for others. five stars are very flattering. Exactly. (laughs) And we know what we're doing right and what we should keep doing. And it's all useful information in addition to helping us get more exposure. So to that end, we are going to host a giveaway of five $20 Amazon gift cards beginning today on September 23rd, 2015 and going through to November 25th, 2015. So you have about two months to write us a review if you haven't already. And once you do, please email us the text of your review on iTunes to strideandsaunter at gmail.com and you will automatically be entered to win. You don't have to purchase anything and we would love to give back to you as our audience. So please let us know if you do that. Obviously, we'd love to hear your review, but we would also like to give back to you. So that is one thing to mention. And if you want to contact us via other means, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Stride and Saunter. Our email, as I just said, strideandsaunter at gmail.com. And our website, of course, strideandsaunter.com, which we always encourage you to check out. It is updated weekly. And as always, we thank you very much for listening. And from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark signing off. And this is Caroline Borders. We'll see you next time.